Ray. Hey, Jay. How's it going? Well, it's all right. More rain, but it's okay. It's good thing we came back from our vacations just in time for the rains. Justin, yeah, we're back, huh? We're back. Ha <laughs> We were at the ocean. Yeah. Yes. Everyone heard. Yeah, they heard. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, we made a few stops on the way back, picked up some new research materials right. as well. Antique stores, antique books. We need to get that shelf together. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. But we're doing okay we'll with our stacks there. for the meanwhile. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's a happy time. <laughs> and we're going to enter into a show category again today. And I like these. Yeah. This is the random. Yeah. Dealer choice randoms. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping it loose. It's not like full random like the, like the iTunes or right. something where you might get two non-random things next to each other under the auspices of full random. The same song can play over and over and over again. That would be random. And it's still full random. Yeah. <laughs> but not like that. No. These are just four idioms or what have you that are... I was just trying to get my... I feel like sometimes I'm down. You sound that, more up now. Now I'm up. Yeah. I'll be excited. Ha-ha. I, I mean, I want to wake up that one... Uh, Listener yeah, in Texas sleeps. that sleeps to us. Yes. Hey, get up. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, everything's good. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll um, start us off if you don't mind. I do not mind at all. This is great news. What's your first one today? Let me say it is wheelhouse. Wheelhouse. Okay. Yeah. You might say, oh, I am not great at working on cars. That skill is not in my wheelhouse. Yes. Right? I guess. I mean, that's that's some some way of using it, I guess. Uh, it also comes up in hockey as well. Is it really? Yeah, they refer. I mean, in their skates, like in their feet. If something's in the in their wheelhouse, they're talking about the skates generally. See, and in my life experience, yeah, wheelhouses only meant nothing specific. It just meant. Are you good at that? Is that something that fits into your skill set mm-hmm. or your does it forte. not? Yeah. And not anything particular. Yeah, any anything at all. Yeah. Yeah. But my research revealed other things. My my. Yeah. So hey, I'm back up here. <laughs> <laughs> um, vacation does it does the body good. Yeah. Yeah. So um hey Wheelhouse. Yeah. 1835, structure in closing a large wheel. Okay. There you go. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Done. (laughs) What's yours? Especially one over the steering wheel of a steamboat, thus pilot house from wheel plus house, wheelhouse. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's something, right? I Yeah. Huh. It's funny about the ship thing, and that's going to come up again. But you know the wheel, you know that big, that big crazy thing that looks like a bunch of bedposts sticking out of it, you yeah. know, on a fancy ship. Yeah. So that is the wheel. That's the wheel. In this instance, right? And you need a. Um, Got to be protected from the, the winds and what have you. I guess so. Right. The, the seawater. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, there's no electronics in there. I mean, in the old days. But sure. anyhow, I mean, who likes getting rain on their face, though? You don't, and you got to steer the ship. You got to be able to see best yeah, you can. Right. All right. I know the wheel. I never consider it to be. I mean, it is a wheel for sure. It is in the way that yeah, round things. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Just don't so, think of a wheel on a ship. That's all. Sorry. No, yeah. So 1835, uh, OED has a use that is uh, the pilot, as the helmsman is here termed, stands in his lonely wheelhouse. Uh, so 1835, yeah. we were saying this uh, to refer to the person steering the ship. Yeah. There's also uh, the other uses, and, and the first one they have, uh, again, back to the OED, 1896, uh, they also referred to the mill. You know, you use a wheel to capture water right. to drive a, a, a mill or a machine. That's where um, my mind went first, I think. And and there's that is a use, although closer to 1900 with that use, yeah. referring to the house that covered that wheel mm-hmm. uh, as a wheelhouse. Uh, so those were some initial ideas of uses. Yeah. And before I, I move on to explain the transition of this, because obviously th- those were actual uses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we literal. called that pilot house or the or the house that covered the mill milling wheel a, a wheelhouse. Right. But also, there's some a bit of surprising, to me anyway, parts to this. One more being, I I guess I used to have one that I could see down on. Uh, the road, I don't know if it was like Old Road Eye Road or something between Turtle Creek and Monroeville, was a, was a place where the trains would switch engines or something. And there was a big circular, you know, imagine all the engines looking at each other or, or, or facing mm-hmm. out from the center like a clock, mm-hmm. you know, and they're yeah. all there. Then you, you bring some train you know, cars in from the side and you click on an engine, then it backs out or, or, or goes out mm-hmm. forward. And I guess one of the terms for this was a wheelhouse as well. Yeah. Okay. The train, the spoke train loader. Right. Um, <laughs> but often called a roundhouse, mm. which I think maybe I've heard that. Yeah. Like the roundhouse kick. Or punch. I'm back up here. As a yeah, punch? or a punch. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm trying not to be too sleepy. Sometimes I listen sure. back to our shows, Ray, and and yeah. uh, you know we find ways that we can improve how we deliver. You know, yeah, always. And uh, sometimes sure. I I think I sound sleepy, and yet some people have written in saying they enjoy our conversation. It's soothing. So I don't know where to be. I know, just, but just be I, yourself. I, myself is was a fool asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, you know, yeah. go with what works. <laughs> so, in thinking of terms like this, uh, wheelhouse, it's not in my wheelhouse. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. there's speculation, sure, about let's imagine. All of those engine cars on uh, that were available to be mm-hmm. connected to a train on, and those engine cars were on on your wheelhouse. And then someone mm-hmm. brings a train in, and you have that's in your wheelhouse to connect an engine to that. But mm-hmm. let's say someone brought in a buggy wagon that does not go on tracks. You know yeah. that. Uh, yeah, you need a horse. And that's that not in your wheelhouse. wheelhouse. You just have train it's engines. Train yeah. Engines. 
Okay. Okay. So okay, that's not in my wheelhouse. I just got these here train engines. Right. However, <laughs> so we didn't use wheelhouse in this figurative way until this fellow in 1959 changed the world forever. <gasps> yeah, Bill Rigney. I guess he was a baseball manager for uh, one of those uh, baseball clubs called the San Franciscan Giants. Oh, okay. I've yeah. heard of that baseball club. There was an outfielder whose name was Orlando Cepeda. Going with that. Okay. All right. And he was, you know, struggling to hit the ball, I guess, for a while. He was in a slump. And sure. reporters asked Bill Rigney, the manager, what the hey is up with your player. What the hey, Bill. Yeah. And he responded, well, he had a couple pitches that were right in his wheelhouse, but he fouled them off. So I don't know. And uh, that that yeah. went to print, and that was our first use of it in this figurative way, as I said. We're here now, and mm -hmm. sure, we'll, investigating wheelhouse as an idiom seems like a fascinating thing to do, but while Bill Rigney was alive, didn't dawn on anybody yeah. to go ask him, hey, dude, why did you say that? Hey, Bill. Yeah. What's up with that? Okay. But, Bill doesn't have any train heritage. Well, that's the thing. What he doesn't <gasps> have, uh, which is oh. conspicuous in its absence, is a history with nauticalness <laughs> or millage. He has no history yeah. in those areas. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, through that gotcha. conspicuous gotcha. in its gotcha. absence thing at you. That's <laughs> just, <whew. laughs> Wait a minute. Is that a double negative? So, yeah, come on now. Okay, so he's not a sailor, nor is he a, a grinding, right. a miller. Okay, got it. Yeah. So, the uh, and here's another thing that, that comes up for us once in a while, and this is maybe one of the hardest parts of it, but, but you, you need a leap of faith, and you need to just have other context from the era to help you understand yeah. that, sure... No one's thinking about train wheelhouses. Well, somebody is, but not many are now. And in 1959, right. the train era was in its, you know, it's phasing out. It's just sort of dying right. off. But in mm -hmm. Bill Rigney's uh, heart of his life, he experienced a lot of train activity, no doubt, and traveling mm -hmm. by train, etc. So, gotcha. Uh, wheelhouse and roundhouse to Bill were mm -hmm. probably a likely source of his, uh, you know, being colorful with the language for the press and pulling this yeah. out. Of course, it's possible that someone else at, at dinner the night before had said it and he, it, it, we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, hey, I like that. Right. Sure. That's always a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll give it to Bill because we don't know who he had yeah, dinner Bill. with the night before. And um, no, we do know that town. he had a wealth of experience around railroads, though. So, uh, all right, Bill. Okay. Uh, see, you brought up the hockey thing, and yeah, I I hadn't heard that, but you know, I'm I'm not extremely immersed in the hockey, uh, but nor am I extremely immersed in the baseball. Uh, I'm partially yes. immersed, maybe in uh, in pro football. It's the only sport I take in some, but I'm not really that good at that. I can't name all those positions. They confuse me. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of, yeah, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Um, but so 
what happens here? The Dixon Baseball Dictionary now defines wheelhouse as the part of the strike zone in which the batter swings with the most power or strength. And okay. And so this is likenable back. Yeah. No, it's okay. okay. Sorry. I mean, it's likenable back to um, to ideas about the train yard or uh, further back to to the pilot house on the ship. Is the it's the yeah. point of control, and it and right. it is in that um, circular motion. So transposing that over top of this idea that the swing of the bat of any particular batter follows a certain arc that's unique to them and that is their wheelhouse yeah i feel like i mislabeled the hockey usage now that i'm hearing it back i can hear bob airy our one of our local <laughs> color guys um saying wheelhouse and i think he might be referring to yeah get it right on the stick yeah getting it right in his wheelhouse get it right on the stick so he can shoot it right off like like you're saying the baseball swing yeah almost. it would be it would be a similar thing right, right? I think I misspoke earlier. Yeah, well, in any event, metaphorically speaking, uh, this uh, Bill Rigby started it, Rigney, and exactly what he was thinking at the time, we'll never know. But yeah, uh, the power and control, uh, I, you know, you almost, mm-hmm. uh, almost the paddle wheel makes the most sense because it's, it's that true circular thing that is, you want the water to splash on it right in the right center of it to keep yeah, it to keep turning, turning nice and strong and nice um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we'll never know come but on we do know something that i didn't know before and maybe our baseball fan listeners mm-hmm. knew that it is more seated as a use at the at the heart of baseball and we just use it more huh. figuratively out in the world yeah huh. wheelhouse i don't say it I that think much i do say it enough but it, it comes up yeah yeah no i've definitely heard it for sure around here so hey yeah. ray what do you have <laughs> I think with flying colors is mine. <laughs> with visible or undoubted success. No. How's that? With distinction. I also saw I like at least that. It generally, the ways I've heard it and possibly other folks have, have been in uh, like a testing scenario. I passed that test with flying colors. Uh, yes, right? that is where you hear it. Some a sort lot. of. Yeah. A lot. Um, but it can be, you know, I don't know. I've honestly haven't heard it in a different instance. I'm not sure that I have. Did, and in your research, did that? Oh, no, of course. I mean, did that Wait, reveal what? other uses? Yeah, other common flying uses. colors. Well, it. I mean, it, essentially, what we're driving at, um, and you'll kind of get a vibe from these early quotes. I'm going to tell you, 1612, uh, a Mister J. Speed in the Theater of Empire of Great Britain says, Philip's army, with flying colors, sent late into Ireland upon gift made unto him by the Pope. 1622, um, William Ames. He is, as it seems, seemeth, sorry, a great adventurer, for he cometh forth upon this piece of service with flying colors. Are you getting a theme in what I'm saying? The flying colors regarded to adventurers and to army folk. I, I still don't have a sense. Ex- yeah, but why? Well, sure. Um, I'm going to say that lexicographers uh, have said that naval ships, which were victorious in their endeavors um, and any kind of encounter with an enemy ship, perhaps, uh, they would sail into port with flags flying from the mastheads 
for all to see and and say like, hey, you guys did it. We can all tell you're you're big winners. Way to go, guys. Uh, and a ship that had been defeated, then on, on the other hand, would uh, said to be forced to strike their colors, to lower their flags, to not have anything displayed of of. You know, because you 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 lost. You have to tell everyone that you lost. Well, I'll have my colors right. nice and high, I uh, yeah, being yeah, the winner. Yeah. And so, yeah, we definitely love the sailing oh, origins yeah. around here. I know, I know, I do personally, and I think no you feel question. the same way. But this one is arguably not. We've had navies for a long time, but we've been in tribes or having some sort of delineation marks anything that we have been able to wave a thing that says we're a part of this group and you're a part of that group we love that around here um so even though the first quotes of the phrase uh come up in the 1600s we've we've been using color colors uh basically in the sense to to, to mean flag or a symbol since at least the 1500s but honestly i would imagine pretty much as far back as you can go to when we started to kind of figure out us and, and other people kind of situations. Um, 1592, just a use of colors in the strange news, N-E-W-E-S, <laughs> helter skelter, fear no colors, course him, trounce him. Just saying basically, don't be afraid of their, their people. You have, don't have to fear their, their colors. Uh, 1707, the charge was groundless, especially as the delivery of the colors with which the color bearer run back towards the village. This is actually talking about someone, the flag yeah. bearer, you know, coming to bring flags to towns and all that such. So around the 1700s, we do start to see it break off into a figurative sense and not just the specific flags or emblems or things like right. that, you know. And that this quote from uh, Jay Farquhar <laughs> comes from... Uh, fighting words, which is also written by a friend of the pod, Christine Man. Ammer. <laughs> fighting words from more rebellion and other combative capers, uh, published in 1989. Um, but honestly, this is a, a comedy about two gentlemen looking to swindle and marry some heiresses. That's just a quick, quick <laughs> version. <laughs> and they they are bantering about to themselves, saying, "We came off with flying colors." Knowing that they were referring to the the idiom, not actual flags. But they were victorious like in their ploy. They were victorious, yes, in their in their way to swindle and yeah. marry some heiresses. <laughs> yeah. So the 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 flying colors definitely it has a military origin, but I would even draw farther back into pre-military and just kind of a tribal origin, really. Um, but I mean, I mean, tribes warred and defended territory. So as soon as right. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and I'm assuming that we would, uh, folks. And I don't know again how early back we started marking things with those those types of delineations. But yeah, I mean, I know we come across, I mean, all sorts of colors. The Scottish Highland things when they were banned to wear their actual tartans when they were invaded by the British, you know, stuff like that. And that was that was 1600s. Um, so yeah, we've we've certainly used color to stand in place of flag. It's uh, there's a word that we use that we come up with. But yeah, uh, flying colors. Metonym. Colors is one of those similar Somewhere words. Somewhere in there, Metonym. that might have been. It. Yeah, yeah. Where, um, yeah, the where this word stands in for another object, similar to it, related to it. I Flags mean, all the way colorful. back to um, painting your face as a tribe, right? And maybe, sure, maybe this side of the, of yeah. the whatever land had some red berries and they had some blue berries, yeah. and you'd paint yourself with your respective indigenous berry. 
and then go to mm-hmm. war and you knew the blueberry people you were your enemy. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like the blueberry I'm just people. Making stuff up now. Yeah. That's basically what I'm yeah, what I'm saying. Like I the quotes are, are from, you know, when we started recording things more clearly. Well, after the Alexandria fires anyway. Um but yeah. I I do think that uh, the color idea of of that goes goes pretty far back, and still yeah. to this day, yeah. I think I did an okay job. I'm not going to say a flying colors job. I'm going to maybe have my colors oh, half, half mask. I mean, the, sort port. of draw. Yeah, right. Exactly. No one wanted this one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. All right. Well, let's see if these ads have flying colors. What? All's Well believes in the power of a good night's sleep for all. Their products feature innovative technology and unbelievable comfort and support without deflating your wallet. Combining the best of both worlds, the All's Well features hybrid mattress technology with memory foam and individually wrapped coils. For a winning blend of comfort and support, follow the link in the show notes for financing as low as 0%, a 100-night risk-free trial, free shipping and returns, and a 10-year limited warranty. Designed to make good sleep accessible to all. Real luxury, unreal prices. Allswellhome.com. Whole Nine Yards is sponsored by the Roberto Clemente Museum. Located in a restored engine house in Pittsburgh's revitalized Lawrenceville neighborhood, the Clemente Museum is a showcase of the largest exhibited collection of baseball artifacts, works of art, literature, photographs, and memorabilia related to Roberto Clemente and his life in baseball. Shop the store for clothing and other items featuring the iconic 21 logo and purchase tour tickets for the museum at clementemuseum.com. Enter promo code W9Y21 for a 10% discount on hats and tees. That's clementemuseum.com, promo code W9Y21. Whole Nine Yards is sponsored by Big Science Music. Big Science Music is a can and one show award-winning original music and sound boutique, providing scoring, sound design, radio, podcast, and audio post-production services for the advertising, film, and video industries. Big Science Music also offers ADR, casting, and project management. Big Science Music's reels, full capabilities, and more can be found at bigsciencemusic.com. That's bigsciencemusic.com. Hey, I, we're back. And here we are. And I, I hope, um, you know what, Ray? Hmm. What's that? I hope when we went out on that that little break there yeah. for the adverts, yeah. that it didn't leave anybody in the lurch. <laughs> That's the way you do it. Yeah. Yeah. You play the guitar on the MTV. Nice. <laughs> That's good. That's nice. Leaving me in the lurch. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And in none of my research did the um, the guy from Adam's family show up. That's basically all I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. What else would it be? Well, there must be something to him being named Lurch. Lurch. Oh, I like this teaser. <laughs> all right, I'm picking up. I'm picking up a little bit of that uh, that movie magic. <laughs> something about the way they shot this makes that person's important. Pay attention. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. Okay. So definition, yeah. Uh, I mean, right out of the gate, I don't like the word yank, <laughs> but to roll or sway suddenly to one side. We see, we forget ah, this, right? right? 
Sure, it has a. It's an actual word. Yeah, <laughs> meaning walk with an uneven gait. Yeah. Okay. Lurching. Oh, right. Sure. Probably the. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes you feel really dumb, like after you do something. Always. Because I do right now. Yeah, it's constantly. Okay. Cool. It's a constant. <laughs> feeling pretty battle, dumb right yeah. now. Um. Here's a, a little fact I like to call lick speculation. Lick speculation. That's okay. a little tough to say. Yeah. But it's more like lick, I guess. All right. All right. This word is an old English word for dead body. Lurch. No, lick. Lick. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. All right. And there is uh, this idea that uh, these... Areas in the churchyard, you know, I'm giving it to you early, so I don't have a lot of credence in it, but I give it to you because a lot of people, like X, um, because a lot of people put their chips on it. And, okay. I, and so I got to say, all right, I'm going to. Here's where all the pay, chips are. Yeah, pay homage to your chip placement, but yeah. I don't, I think you're going to lose. That's good. So uh, lick gates are roofed churchyard entrances okay all right and i guess you know the uh, there was a time when you had a, a surplus of of coffins being w- waited on for the funeral uh, director or, or whatever to, to deal not funeral director but you know the parishioner to come and mm-hmm. and do all that stuff so your coffin I would be put in this courtyard in the lick. Mm-hmm. So if you if you had met your demise, you were you might be left in the lick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, they. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, there's a really convoluted jump from lick to lurch mm-hmm. that I still could not digest at all. Yeah. And so I don't know why anyone put their chips on this, but but they did. Lots of chips there. Enough that I, I went over it. All right. Yeah. It gets better. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Our nautical friends. Oh. Here again, going back to that original idea, but older yet, sudden pitch to one side. Mm-hmm. 1784. Uh, mm. Lee is a nautical term for the sudden roll which a ship makes oh. to leeward, which we've learned about yeah. in high sea. Yeah, yeah. Yada, 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 lurching. Okay. The ship lurches. Yeah. Right? That feels a little closer than the, the lick. Yeah. But. But still, how does that make it being left in the in the lurch to the side? That still the, doesn't help in me. Right, left in the amb- amblingly walking funny. Yeah. Like, Why? But let's get closer. Okay. <laughs> Further, I'm up here. <laughs> Further deep etymology, German roots, perhaps. All right. Wait, that was my notes itself. Uh, delete that. <laughs> uh, so a, a German root, Lurz, L-U-R-Z, definitely not saying that right. Uh, or it's der- derivative, Lurch. Uh, it's got a lot more letters than our lurch, but it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, here's something you're not going to like, right? Oh, okay. A couple of this. From the from here out, you're not going to love I'm just it. Out. Okay, I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. I'm like, ugh, whatever. Um, uh, they mean left, 
Oh, and come left on. means wrong. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. I'm sinister. I'm race left handed. I'm everybody. all the evil things. I'm yeah, like sinister. That, that yeah. came up too. Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah the left hand there yeah, yeah being yeah. emblematic of bad luck. Sure. Whatever. Uh huh. That ain't right. I say. I don't write the books. <laughs> so I also had a note to myself here. Uh, to bring up Canadian girlfriend unsubstantiated. <laughs> that's from that onion. The onion. But I don't know why. Um, but this this is the time on Sprockets when we dance because I have to. I'm gonna have to just get into it here because it, it just rolls into uh, giving it away. Okay. Away now. Yeah. Um, so I have to just jump into the money melon. Yeah. And that is that there. There's not a mystery about this. We know what this is. Okay. Uh, there's there's a little bit of vagaries and gray areas, but but not enough to matter. Uh, and we're talking really old. Yeah. Thirteenth, fourteenth century. Uh, and what's funny about it is, so there was a game, a board game that uh, everyone likens to backgammon. Okay. That was called Lurched. Lurch, lurch. Yeah. Lurch. All from this word. All right. All this thing meaning left. <laughs> so if you were the loser, yeah. on the losing side, you were on the left on the side, left. And, that was, and, and that was bad. Yeah. And, if, and the winner left you in the lurch. And so that idea and word, it's funny for us to think of it now, although yeah. it is... Um, it happens all the time, but in this instance, it like happened faster. So, by the 1500s, that idea had already become a metaphor in itself. And so, to be beaten at all in any game yeah. suddenly was to be left in the lurch, even if you weren't playing lurch. Yeah. It was already, you know, right. its own it became, idiom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We think we're the only ones with idioms, and we get to trace them back to William Shakespeare, but no, no. they had idioms before Billy Shakes. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yes, It's no. funny. Right. That way. But um, this is what it is. It was a game. Yeah. A German word, but really, uh, you know how things were, a French game. Okay. It did make its way then to England after France and then morphed into all all these other things. But I, I'm not exactly sure because leeway mm -hmm. wasn't always on, uh, you know, is that on, not always on your left. So I'm not sure why getting pushed into the lee mm -hmm. was... Was left. Yeah, but you were lurching all the same. Yeah. But it uh, doesn't matter <laughs> because uh, it was a game. Yeah. It's like backgammon, and we don't know why. Oh, well, I mean, you know Adams how family. people are. Yeah. Like, most people are right-handed. Most people. So, left-handed was different, yep. so we're afraid of it, and we have to drown you now. <laughs> yep. So Make it difficult for us to live in the world. Burner. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that is a lurch. There's 20% of us. Yeah. We, we deserve it. No, scissors that cut. I, I got you something. No, I know. Those scissors are amazing. Yeah. 
I I would love to be sponsored by them. We'll have to reach out. Because <laughs> yeah. they reach are the lurch. Huh? I want to tell a story about the scissors now. I was just so emotionally fulfilled being able to cut something. Like I don't, even, I can't even describe it to you. Still, I feel like fulfilled. I'm like, look, I can, look, I can cut it. Look, look at me. It feels so nice. <laughs> it's, it's odd to me because uh, Rebecca was just recounting a story last week or something. Yeah. About because those scissors were always available to you. It's not like they were seven hundred dollars sure. and I had to travel to Belgium. No, no, I, I could have. I could have ordered. You're right. You could have always gotten them. Yeah, but here I am. Yeah, <laughs> but it's all good. So, what is your last random word? Well, I don't want to waylay us on the way to the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. waylay. Yeah, waylay. Stop or interrupt someone. And detain them in conversation or trouble them in some other way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, wait, wait, that's a, yeah. I What's was, that? uh, way, way laid, retained, way laid. Way laid. Yeah. Yeah, I think that might be the official form use. But I mean, I we've all been there, right? We're usually on the way to the bathroom, one of us. Yeah, and then, then the phone was, rings. Or that, or like, or, I'll, or we'll stop one either uh, of each other while we're talking, like, oh yeah, that thing you were talking about earlier. And then we do the little pee dance, right? While the other person figures out that oh, oh I we have waylaid, <laughs> I have waylaid you on a mission here. You, you were off to do something. <laughs> um, but this, this, the newer version of waylay that we use in that sense, it didn't always start that. It didn't always have that uh, non-confrontational view. <laughs> How do we spell it? Uh, I spelling it W A Y L A Y. W-A-Y. W-A-Y-L-A-Y. Okay, I don't think I've written it. Um, or or waylaid. I keep saying it with way with E-I-G-H or E-I-G or something. Really? In my brain, but that's just wrong, it sounds like. I've seen waylaid of W-A-Y-L-A-I-D, like a you know, past. I think I have seen that. Yeah, I think that's technically what my word is. Not waylay, but waylay is the form of the word that leads you to waylaid. <laughs> To become waylaid, <laughs> you must waylay. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I found that this phrase had a um, more of a surprise and attack kind of origin, not in the just uh, let's stop and chat kind of way, but an actual like I'm gonna hide over here and attack you or ambush you, and that's me waylaying you. <laughs> Well, that's relevatory because, you know, uh, Morrissey wrote it in a Smith song. I was detained. I was waylaid. He broke my spleen. He broke my knee. And then he really lays into me. Yeah. So th that was in an attack Yeah. sort of a way. That sounds like it. I mean, very much so. Sounds just like it. No, yeah. 1513. Um, History of the Castle Combe. C-O-M-B-E. <laughs> sure. Uh, they said Richard Brew, Richard Paul, and John Lewis came and waylaid my keeper's man, and so he hurt him. Oh. Yes. And our friend of the pod, obviously, who does all the phraseologies, Mr. William Shakespeare and Henry IV here, this was 1598, uh, they shall rob those men that we have already waylaid. Uh, and in 1623, also... Billy Shakespeare, Twelfth Night. I will waylay thee going home, where if it be by thy chance to kill me. He's, uh, you know, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. You um, get waylaid. 
then it's bad. Yeah, you are essentially going to... Right, if you get waylaid, right, or if you are waylaying somebody, you are hiding in the bushes ready to kneecap them at this time. And this is 1500s. And also, like we see, though, that was 1623 was my last Shakespeare quote. 1625-ish, the OED says, we now have kind of lessened it. Now we're not going to jump these people and ambush them and and beat them up. Maybe we're just going to accost them in a stop and detain kind of way in order to talk. Not, not kneecap them. <laughs> okay. Um, James Fletcher and Francis Beaumont. Uh, comedies and tragedies. Our love shall now waylay ye. Welcome, gentlemen. Oh, see, well, that's not so bad. No, that's not bad at all. This one, I mean, it, it really does. The OED says um, that this idiom is the formation of a new word from two other specific words, way and lay. The noun way meaning track or path. And the verb lay, which has a meaning uh, dating back to Middle English that actually means to ambush, to lay, to set a trap, to halt, to bring down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's something. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, it seems that this phrase is just a joining of two other words. Similar, you know, I'm going to ambush you on your path. <laughs> yeah, this one's uh, kind of straightforward. Yeah, it really brings a whole new light to getting laid. We did not... <laughs> ambush to set a trap yeah yeah but yeah waylay that's just boom just like that it's not i did not waylay us on the way you promised not to to waylay that's the whole thing about it yeah i pulled a lot of quotes i mean i didn't pull a lot of quotes but i pulled more you know a bunch to to give us some color how about laying an egg what do you mean? I don't know. I, it just makes me, you know, I got to explore the lay as in general. Oh, as in an ambush way. Yeah, uh, it's in Middle English, so that's, I didn't write down a specific date. But I looked well, it up know, and I saw it. You know where about it's going to be. Yeah. To bring down, to halt, to set a trap, to ambush. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So. So that's uh, that's our random show. Those are some randoms. I mean, this must be random four or something by now. I think I have it marked as three, but it feels like it's got to be a four. It does feel like four. Yeah. Well, we'll check the files and find out. Uh, but we keep hearing from everybody. Yeah. But we'd love to hear even more. Yes. Be up here now. Which one? Which one do you prefer better? Up, up there, or, or down there? Let yeah, us know. Come and just tell us. Full nine yards. Full nine yards. <laughs> <laughs> so you take a week off. Yeah. Uh, whole nine yards. Whole nine yards pod. pod. Whole nine yards pod. Yes. That's what we are. Yes. Twitter, Facebook. Nope. Twitter, Reddit, Instagram. And whole nine yards podcast on the Facebook. That's the one. Yeah. And the email's coming up next with Rebecca Stein. Yeah. I just got the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca Stan. Up there, up there in Rebecca Stan. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Everything's great. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. I'm Jay. And I'm Ray. (laughs) We're We're not not idioms. idioms. Whole Nine Yards is written, recorded, and produced by Big Science Pods. Learn more at whole9yards.org or contact Whole Nine Yards by emailing heyyou at whole9yards.org. That's heyyou at whole9yards.org. Whole Nine Yards theme music composed by Big Science Music. 